Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what about that? Little video! God, we're going up for the world! Uh, it's very, thank you, Travis. Uh, hi, everyone, it's Russ from Miami's Eleven. Hope you're safe and well. New channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon, and uh, you know, the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, get, you get used to saying it after about 125 times. Um, hope everyone's well. Uh, obviously, no live proper football. We got this Champions League rubbish in August, but there's nothing for us um, until sort of mid September. So we're keeping you excited. We're keeping you going, keeping the West Ham vibe, the West Ham family, the West Ham community going while we're all uh, on holiday. Whatever happens, you know, everyone's on holiday. It's weird, isn't it? We've had three months off, like really, sort of lockdown, and now people have to take the holidays and the kids are off properly and. Oh dear. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, today we're joined by by Travis Newton um, as our as our guest today. How you doing, Travis? How's things with you? Not bad, thank you, Ross. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Uh, I, I a little birdie told me that you're uh, you're you're doing up your father-in-law's flat around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. That is. Uh, I'm, I'm basically working during the day, as you as you said, uh, entertaining the kids as well, trying to stop them from killing each other, and then yeah. at the same time in the evenings. Doing a bit of DIY, and I'm, I'm terrible at it as well. Oh, I'm rubbish. Um, I am. I am the epitome of get a man to do it. Literally, anything needs to be done. My wife will go. Oh, that thing needs painting. Uh. I'll get Tony round. Oh, that that gardening. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, 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 Russ, can you have a go? Yeah, that gardening's done. I need a gardener. <laughs> like, yeah. right. No, 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 no. But anything to anything to like you know uh, I don't know uh, an HDMI cable or anything like oh, that. Here, I'm your man. Here, yeah. I'm your man. I'm like the I'm like IT support for our family. But anything manual, um, nah, I ain't got. I'm I'm so. Yeah, I've got no. I've got no. Because it, it always looks really easy when someone else does it. Yeah, <laughs> it does, and it's like I just can't. I can just about put like a table or a chair together. Um, but then I've got to keep tying it up, which makes I don't remember having to tighten up any other furniture. How about you? Can't. But I always get the um, at the end about five minutes after I finish, my wife walks in and she goes, "Is this supposed to look like that?" Yeah, and, yeah, and it's always, like. Or you've done it all, or you've done it all, and there are like some spare screws because they do put spare screws in. But she doesn't believe me. She's like, "Why, yeah, why yeah. have you put spare? Why?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know." But they, they, I've done every step one to two hundred <laughs> in the booklet, and now, uh, and now that I have this one left over, you know, and, and my man jaw, well, man jaw is just full of extra bits and bobs. But, uh, <laughs> it's just, but uh, yeah. Anyway, we digress. Um, How's everything been, sort of, during sort of the weird world we currently live in for you? Mental, mental. Yeah. I've got three kids, so I've got um, ah. a five-year-old boy and, and then two-year-old twins, and uh, yeah, ah. <laughs> as a face everyone pulls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've just and I'm working full time, so my wife and I are both working, and mm. we work. We've been working from home, and it's just been crazy. So yeah, it, it we've just yeah. been surviving. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, we're the same. We're the same. We've only got one, and she's eight. So she's so we've had all that bit, the five yeah. and the two year old bit. But uh, 
yeah, trying to entertain her is even worse. I mean, it's a lot easier now because she's yeah, just got an iPad with TikTok on and she's all right. Or ro- <laughs> ro- Roblox or Roblox, whatever they call it, I don't know. But they, that's it. They, she's fine. But um, yeah, I suppose having your father-in-law quite close is useful. Yes, well. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because it's the same thing with my mum. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Um, but we've got also we we got like, like the little dog and the little dogs getting a bit used to us being here. Obviously, we've been here for like three year, three or four yeah. months now. I'm really she's gonna so go. Gonna absolutely... be that day when you eventually go back to normal, yeah, and you'll be like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, I know it's gonna be well weird. It's gonna be weird. anyway. And obviously, you know, we we the season's been and gone. You blink yeah, to me, yeah, and, we, yeah. and and restarts over. It's just mental. Um, yeah. But you know, thankfully everything panned out in the end. Yeah, as it yeah. always does with West Ham. My, my son, so I take my boy to West Ham with me, and um, yeah. he was very perplexed by the whole like games happening and him not being able to go to the games. Yeah, a bit like, and 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 he's just got his head around because he's five. He's only just understood relegation as well. So yeah. I was like, fingers crossed, we're not one of the teams that that gets relegated when I have to explain to him. <laughs> why, Daddy? Why are we playing Barnsley? Yeah. Some teams aren't good enough to stay in the league. <laughs> yeah. Why are we not good enough to play in that? Yeah, well, was a, um, yeah, no, it's a bizarre concept to try and get across to a five-year-old, let alone a, yeah. a grown man uh, about why we won't, yeah, if we go down, <laughs> why we're not good enough. Um, so, are you a crowd or noise on or off type person? So, funnily enough, slight plug. I work for Sky. Yeah, and I work for the team that monitors the crowd noise. Oh wow! All worked, and yeah, yeah. So um, I am a crowd knows on person because I like to be there. So yeah. a long, long time ago, pre-Sky, I used to, um, back in the day when the, when the internet, when it was, I'm trying, trying to find a diplomatic way of saying this. I used to watch games that at uh, three o'clock on a yeah, Saturday. Sure. That wasn't, meant, yes. Yeah, they yeah. were on terrestrial television. And, yeah, I, okay. and, yeah. were, and, it, and I remember back in the day, it used to be in like Chinese or whatever. Like it used to be like some, you'd find like some Chinese channel or whatever. Yeah. And I, even with Chinese commentary, I'd have to keep it on. Because I can't watch in silence. I have to be able yeah. to have the crowd kind of like build up a chance or build up, do you know what I mean? Like a bit yeah. of sustained bit of pressure or something. So, yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely a noise on person. Yeah. I thought it was, I was, uh, I, was I was talking to someone the other day and, I, and, and they mentioned something which I went back and, and watched. I thought it was particularly rough when we were 3 0 up against Norwich and the artificial crowd were booing. You know, that's something, that's something when the AI turns on you. You know you've yeah, lost yeah. the support. Of the, you know you're going down if, if the AI <laughs> support turns against you. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But I think it's, I'm, a, I'm a crowd noise person. You know, I have to, even yeah, when I'm yeah. at the ground, I have to put it on or put something on the on the telly just because it's even – I mean, I, you know, we don't hear much noise anyway, but it's it's extra weird when I'm there. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I think it's re- I think it's really cool. I think I think the whole – the way it's been done is, is – brilliant i think really to be honest um it's really interesting I, I, you know how it all sort of works and it's great uh, job. They, um they we had a we had a meeting the day before it started and they were saying because the, the person who designed it or the person behind it actually doesn't watch football <laughs> believe it or not yeah. and um, i was in this meeting and they were saying that they because they, they i think they use like opta so the idea is that you you that you can kind of see that team a has got possession of the ball and wow. as they get team b's goal then your machine learning can say, oh, well, because Team A is the home team, then there needs to be more noise. But what they couldn't get is they couldn't understand an own goal. Like, so it, it, it wouldn't yeah. read. Team A's got the ball, and all of a sudden the ball's in Team A's goal. And it, it just couldn't do it for ages. So it took ages, like, basically trying to figure out how to actually program this thing to, to, to make a sound effect that responded yeah. to an own goal. Oh, brilliant! And, uh, and there was one I remember. I can't remember who it was. It was a, it was a, a team. It might have been Arsenal or something on the telly. And the guy missed a complete like sitter, like a two yard sitter, and it's all rippled the back of the, of the side of the net. And oh, um, and the crowd went, "Hey, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's it brilliant!" So they had pressed yet yeah, goal. And it's not, you know, the machine had thought it was a goal, but it was brilliant. Honestly, I think it's so clever. Um, and and it looks like we'll have it for at least another few games yeah, until God knows what happens. I, you know, who knows how, when we get October? They reckon, but you know, things aren't looking. You know, things are sort of spiking a little bit up at the moment. I know you so, um, yeah, yeah. saying. So who knows? Who knows? But but it was good to do the season. Good to get over. We can start. I'm um, again blind West Ham optimism for next season until oh, about game three. 
Yeah, are you a pessimist? <laughs> You're half, half on full, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, first thing I do, I look at the fixtures and I look at the last day of the season, I say, who have we got beat to play up? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And I have this blind sense of optimism until about game week three. So we probably lost 5 0 to West Brom. We probably drawn against Burnley and got a point against Villa or something like that. And I look at it, oh, that's it. They reeled me in. Yeah. and then they've taken it away again but that's that's been what West Ham's all about Travis isn't it we, you know yeah. we're fortune is always hiding it's always hiding yeah exactly it's always yeah. hiding and, and it is And but when you find it for that brief 90 minute period where you turn over Chelsea or you beat Tottenham that's our season isn't it that's our season we've done we've done yeah. you know yeah exactly as long as we stay up that's, that's, that's fine as long as we beat a Tottenham or beat Chelsea or Man United at least once or twice that season. That's that's us done, and that's that's basically our our season, really, isn't it? It's true they say. I mean, the Tottenham fans and my mates are, oh, it's your FA Cup, it's your final tonight, and you know when we're playing Spurs, it probably is. Yeah, fair enough. You know, you no, know, I always, I always, I, I've got. See, I'm I'm from Enfield. We'll probably get into it a bit, but I'm yeah. from London originally, so I know a lot of Spurs fans. We have heated yeah. debates over you know the fact that. You know, that's their get out of jail, basically. We yeah. beat them and they say, you know, they, they either beat us and they say we're rubbish or we beat them and they say, oh, yeah, we, we didn't really care about it. You you know, you, it was your cup final. Yeah. So I'm always I'm always butting up against Spurs fans on that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm quite looking forward to the uh, all or nothing Spurs one. That comes yeah, out yeah, that would be soon. interesting, yeah. Yeah, that would be quite good. I like them ones. I like the American football ones as well. So um, it'll be, because obviously it's all about Mourinho coming in and... Yeah, yeah, so that, that's where I've, I've not properly watched one yet, but I, I think they're I will brilliant. watch I never really, yeah, I mean, they're brilliant. I mean, I've never really, I mean, I'm not a massive, I, don't, I never really know anything about American football, but I love watching them because you... See just, behind the yeah, you see behind, and, and and it is really interesting, and you sort of get a little appreciation in the next season, a new team, or when Man United, Man City rather did it, that was good, or the Sunderland one on Netflix. I do like them, or the Leeds one. Leeds one's good as well. Um, yeah, so I've not seen any. I've seen the um, I don't know if you have the Michael Jordan thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last dance, yeah, 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 that's good. Again, I don't like basketball, but nah, it's gripping. Like it's just absolutely gripping. Like yeah. As you say, seeing everything behind, like behind the scenes, and how people are away from the court and geeing each other up, you know, it's yeah, yeah. It's a bit like when I, I mean, we had, I mean, I watched it the other day. I, I don't know why I watched it, but I watched Iron Men again, and I don't know why I watched it because it makes me always sad. Um, but <laughs> but it's like I fancied a cry. Um, but no, and it's it's again all the behind the scenes. I mean, obviously I know it already, but it's it's really good to see. And, I, and yeah, I mean those all or nothing things. But I'd love them to do a West Ham. It'd be absolutely mental. The West Ham one, honestly, crazy, yeah. be hilarious. <laughs> so funny. We've already got pretty bad reputation. <laughs> well, it's, we're like a soap opera anyway, isn't it? So you might as well just yeah. make some money out of it. Do you know what I mean, from Amazon? But uh, that's what that's what I do with the American football ones. What they do is they literally, I think they film four or five teams. They pick four or five teams every year, and then based on who has the most mental season, that's the oh, one they pick. Right. So no one knows who they're a, following. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the Tottenham one only came out because someone mentioned it, and I think it was, it was part of the reason why Pochettino left or something. You know, there was a thing about right. the Amazon. Oh, was there? Right, okay. Something like that. Yeah, I remember he met me mentioning it as part of like one of the reasons. I don't think it was the main reason he left, but you know, it was everything on top. But uh, anyway, let's not talk about that team. Um, let's talk about West Ham. Uh, Travis, why are you a West Ham fan? Why are you a West Ham fan? What's, why? What's your excuse? Yeah. <laughs> so my, my my family are so my so my dad was born in the West Indies, born in yep. Antigua, came over here in the mid to late mid to early seventies actually, sure. and he's an Ipswich fan, which is absolutely random. Um, he, he met apparently he met a load of Ipswich fans, got on really well. He's an Ipswich fan now, and obviously they were good then Brilliant. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I never really so so we, uh, despite that, luckily I never went in that direction. As I, as I said, I also grew up in North London, right? So yeah. all of my family are from East London, but but um, my mum moved to North London when she had me. And I grew up in the middle of, in Enfield, in like Spurs territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, all of my family lived in East London. And my mum's younger brother was a West Ham fan. And I remember talking to him age six, seven, and him telling yeah. me about going to Upton Park. I remember him going, I, I don't remember him going because I was too young, but I remember him telling me about going to the League Cup final in 81. Yeah. I think yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And I, you know, and, and and it was that that kind of got me into it. And I, and then as soon as I was old enough to go, then I had to beg my dad. So my dad, good on him, <laughs> actually took me to West Ham. Sort of like a few years in. So it, I, I, my first football match wasn't a West Ham game. So my first game that I ever went to was 1989 or 1990 QPR Coventry. Yeah, just random game in London. And then sure. it wasn't until about sort of like 93, 94, my, I managed to get my dad to start taking me to Upton Park. And then yeah. uh, he would take me and uh, one of my best mates, one of my best mates from school, we mates from day one at school because we were in a, an all Tottenham school, basically, and the two of us support West Ham. Brilliant. So he would drive us both down there, aged like 12, 13, to, to Upton Park, take us to the games. Then when we got a bit older, his little brother would come as well. So his little brother's like four years younger. So the three of us, my dad would drop us off. And then um, we got to sort of our early 20s. And then we got season tickets and we all sit together now. Okay. So um, and, then, and now our kids go with us. And, oh, like, so it's lo lovely. There's a load of us that go, yes. But it's, it's all stemmed from that, basically. And like I said, but my yes, yeah, so I've, I've got no, it isn't this sort of following my dad. It's actually following my uncle, my mum's um, yeah. brother. And the fact that my, as I said, my whole family, so all of my family live around or used to live around that way. They've kind of moved out east yeah. now. Like I live in Essex now as well. And they all kind of live in the Chadwell Heathway. But my yeah. nan used to live in Forest Gate, like literally off Green Street. So when, yeah. when my dad first started taking me, um, we would park at my nan's. And yeah, yeah, walk down. And walk up Green Street. Brilliant. And it's great. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, unfortunately. It's um, no, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Mother, yeah, she didn't. She didn't live around the corner from from Highbury or whatever. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? I mean, you're right. I mean, it's, it's lovely, and you're right. It, it, it's funny. It's a lot of people who were born that in that area and, and lived in that area have have moved more east. You know, into into the suburbs. You know, into is it Chadwick for some of us are in Hornchurch. I'm in Billericay, so I'm oh, right out. Oh, you're further out. God, you've gone further, <laughs> you've gone way past me. You're in an old chance. But, but it's true. And, and what I love is every story is slightly different. So you're on his, yeah, your dad, Ipswich, love it. It's so random. And still, yeah, and, he, and he, I think he regrets that as well now. <laughs> <laughs> well, but when he started, no, not at all, because they were fine. Yeah. But you're right, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So he did. He picked a good team then, and this, you know, you were a bit of a glory hunter, really, because you know we were in the Premier League by the time you turned up. You know, it's like you know, 90, 92, 90, yeah, 92, 93. Oh, no, no. So I started following West Ham. I remember my first season of West Ham. Lou Macari was the manager. Oh, okay, fair we're, enough. Talking eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty nine. Maybe when we and um, and I think we went down that year. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> so <it just laughs> like, fair enough. <laughs> Some people, like, I mean, I was a, I was a glory hunter. You know, I, I, I got in, my first game was 90, 92, 93 promotional season. So, you know, I, 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 went it, I, I was a proper glory hunter, you know, finishing second to Newcastle, scoring, having to oh, beat Cambridge. I still remember that last bad season, David Speedy. Yeah, Carmen. yeah, yeah. So they, they, they just went mental. Yeah. yeah, I remember. That was funny. I was, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I remember because my friend was a Paul's. I remember Fem was a Portsmouth fan, I remember as well. He still is obviously. But um no, I remember I remember that vividly. It's funny as things I don't remember necessarily I remember the, the goal going in, I remember Clive Allen's goal going in. And then I remember it just being mental and just Yeah, when everyone ran on everyone ran on the pitch and then this rope ladder almost took me out <coughs> from the t I was in the bottom west. And this rope ladder from the upper west came flying down, and people were—I don't know how they got it through security, but they were—I well, suppose they were then feeling a shit. They do anyway. People were climbing down the rope ladder to get onto the pitch. It was, and that was a, that was the last pitch invasion I think I remember there being at West Ham, like a proper one, you know, a mass one, not like a Millwall oh, one, but, yeah, <laughs> like, like a celebratory one, not one because they yeah, want to yeah. kick the kick the crap out of the other team. But you know, it's. Um, it's funny, isn't it? And you're right. It's and 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 the way you describe it, you know, it said you and your mate, and now it just grew and grew and grew to your, you know, mate's brother, and then the families, and you all sit together. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's not about it's not about winning Premier Leagues, or it'd be nice to, but we know we're not. It's about to, I need going. You have a word with my son. I've been. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's. We've had a couple of difficult oh. conversations. Where he said to me, "Daddy, what?" So I said to me, he said to me, oh, Liverpool got the trophy. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, why do we support West Ham then? And oh. I said, no, well, it isn't, you know, it's sweeter when you do win. Yeah. When you, when you don't support a team that wins all the time. And he said, well, have West Ham won the trophy before? And I was like, 
We're not that trophy. <laughs> no, no, no. We finished third in nineteen eighty-five, nineteen eighty-six, yeah, yeah. which we're still talking about many, many years later. With so many club records still, still, uh, still gone from that season. But I know what you mean. It's a difficult conversation. It's it's one which I think the older you get, the easier it is to explain because you don't explain it because oh, it's yeah. just as you said, you started going and, and when your dad dropped you off, you was on your own. And it was like you know, and also going to football, you know, it was the only time you could probably swear about getting a clip around the ear. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it was just being together. And and, and it's, it, I'm, I'm going to create a product. I'm going to try and recreate something where you can get that smell of a cheap burger van smell because I can't get that smell anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, Getting down Green Street, really. outside Ken's, that's that horrible... I don't that was want to be, on the way home. Yeah, but because it was a power, it was cheap on the way out because they were getting rid of them, weren't they? Um, <laughs> but it's, I never knew, I can never get that smell, that cheap onion and burger smell. And it's just, uh, the other day someone someone mentioned it and I, and I could get it and I could taste the burger as well. It was really weird how the senses just sort of like kick yeah, in. Yeah. Um, it takes you, doesn't it? Oh, it took me so back. And it was so funny because then I spoke to my wife afterwards and I was like, oh, I'm just going to pop down Urkans to get um, to get the kebabs. Urkans? Urkans was on Barking Road. I haven't been there for 15 years. No, <laughs> I meant oh my cod in Ormchurch, but I said Urkans. And I was like, just because I was talking about West Ham before, we were talking about the burgers. Yeah, yeah. Weird, so weird, so weird, man. But uh, I mean, you must have had some some right giggles with you and your you and your, your mate and your mate's brother, you know, over the years, uh, seeing the games and stuff. Yeah. And any, yeah, yeah. any sort of any, any sort of you know memories stick out to you in your time as a, as a fan. I, I mean, I can remember going in terms of going to games. Yeah, I can remember going to um, God Derby. So you, do you remember when was it? Trevor Sinclair scores a scissors kick from the yeah. corner. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it's me, my mate, his brother, and my dad. And my dad come with us that day. Brilliant. And um, my dad spent ninety minutes. Just crit- just all on, on Ravinelli's back the whole game, saying, oh, he's got no touch. He's terrible. He's terrible. And my, my, my mates still laugh about it now. They're like, oh, your, your dad missed a no touch. He kept calling him every time. And then I always remember that goal, that corner routine where is it um, Joe Cole takes the yeah. corner and it comes out to Sinclair and he just hits it on the scissor kick. Yeah. I always remember that. I remember um, a bit more recently uh, the, the Tevez free kick, the first goal he scored. When yeah, he scores, yeah, yeah. he jumps in and he jumped in just below us because we sat there. Are you and in Chav I, Corner around there? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're still there now. <laughs> and um, and we uh, we oh God, that whole running as well. Like not just that game. Like I remember Zamora getting one against Everton mm. when we beat him one nil, and I think Tevez gets a free kick against Bolton as well. That whole run to the end. Yeah. And then we watched the final game at United. We watched it in in his brother's bedroom. Literally, the three of us. Brilliant. Girlfriends and everything, just in that room, in, in a bedroom, just watching us beat United on the last day. And then the other one, really, is uh, and it, this is a, uh, this is just such a West Ham thing. I remember going when we had Allardyce. Yeah, I remember we were on a terrible run, and um, we basically went to Chelsea away. I don't remember we it's when um, we had oh god Antonio Nocherino and um, oh god the other guy up front. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so the Chelsea game, I've never been able to go Chelsea away because yeah. it's you know, you never get to Chelsea away. But yeah. that year we were so bad and the tickets were fifty five pounds for the cheapest ones. So every, everybody must have just thought, Oh, well, I'm not gonna go out that watch West Ham yeah. beat. Chelsea were champions that year as well. So we um we 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 I think about a week before the game, they were still on the general sale and we were like, Well, we can't not go to Chelsea. So um so we went, um, had a few drinks the on the way, turned up like late, steamy and everything. And um we stood in the in the back and uh and that game was the worst game of football. It just stands out in my head. We were so bad. And I remember Carol hitting the bar. I remember we literally got the ball and every time we got anywhere near our goal, Allardyce basically just said to us, punt it forward. Even if there's no one in their half, just punt it yeah. forward. And we got a nil-nil out of it. And I remember coming home and thinking, oh, that, that's a that's a great result. That is a and that I think that was a bit of a turnaround as well. I think I think from then yeah. we picked up that was, I think, Adrian started playing then as well because I think we had Jasper Lyman up to that yeah. point, yeah. and it was one of the games where Adrian played, and then actually they started playing Adrian instead. And it was, yeah, it was just, I just, it, it always sticks in my head, and it was, it was a terrible, terrible game of football. Honestly. Yeah, I remember my, one of one of my memories is is we played Villa once, and I can't remember when it was, but 
it was the worst game of football I've ever seen. <laughs> I think I think we we either scored in the first minute or Villa scored in the first minute, and then the other team equalised in the 89th minute, oh, and nothing happened <laughs> for the other <laughs> in between. And I think it was like I was sitting up in the box, and it was like the world's most. I was literally, and I've been to like reserve team games up to part, <laughs> and it's like up there, and it's just like nil nils. But this was even worse. I think Jermaine Defoe scored our goal, and it might have been the equaliser in the 89th minute, and it was just like. <sighs> Because <laughs> it happened, because it has, it's quite rare that that happens. There's always yeah, something at West Ham, you know. We never equalises, do we? Yeah, exactly. But it's like you know what I mean. It's like it's it doesn't usually have that much of a boring game, you know. And so that's why it stood out for me so much. It was so absolutely appalling. But uh, yeah, you're right. It's so West Ham, you know, coming away with a nil-nil draw, having probably not had a shot on target, thinking results, yeah, results, right. you know. <laughs> He's just steaming down the King's Road as afterwards. <laughs> but um right, okay, so we do this eleven, this hammers eleven, Travis. So um the basic idea is you have to be alive to a scene and play. That's the only criteria. Oh. Only criteria. You pick your eleven, do whatever you want, your favourite players, your technical best players, up to you, man. Free reign, it's your eleven. You pick who you want, but you have to be alive to a scene and play. That's it. That's it. Um We'll try and do a four four two, but if you want to mix it up, I don't know. That's fine. Okay, cool. Right. All right. We'll start with we'll start with the easiest. We'll start in goal. Who would be in goal for the the Travis eleven? Then? Like, nailed on. My favourite player of all time is the big man, <laughs> Ludo. See, I'm yeah. a goalkeeper as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I once met him in home base <laughs> in Enfield, <laughs> and I literally jumped on him to get his autograph <laughs> and a picture as well. I think it's on my Facebook. And, uh, and I remember his wife being completely nonplussed about the whole thing. But like, yeah, he's, he is literally my favourite player of all time. I, like, so you know, so you're you're probably roughly the same age as me, based on yeah. when you West Ham. For me, yeah. it will probably come out in the the, the the eleven that I pick. But like the nineties for me, nineties West Ham is like yeah, what you remember and what you kind of like. Yeah, Ludo was just you remember him on the last day of the season winning the title for Blackburn. Yeah, his tight shorts. He always used to wear those really tight, uh, like, <laughs> like, they were padded, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had those weird padded shorts. And also, I remember as well, you had, um, he used to kick the ball really funny. I watched it again yeah. on, on Robert Banks's things the other day, and he, like, on the, almost like a, on the side, he was, like, really awkward looking at it again. And he's almost like, a, almost like, um, you know, like he doing a sandwich shot at golf. It was a bit like that. Watch it again. He's got a really funny kick. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I know what you mean about Ludo. And he, I mean, he was just in golf for us for age, forever, it he seems, just, particularly yeah. our era. He was just always in golf. And um, and they do say, and and, and it's so true, when, I, when everyone I speak to, and we talk about these things, um, they always favour a particular era. And and I and it's true. Someone mentioned to me once that you love the music most that you was when you was a teenager. Yes, so when you was 15, so, yeah. 15, 16, you loved that music. And I think it's the same with football. So, you know, you was probably about that age, you know, I was 13 to 15. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so mid so yeah. yeah, so early to mid nineties, that's probably a nucleus and that was a nucleus of my team as well, because those are the people I grew up with, you know, it was I won't mention it. I mentioned Radder plays. You probably haven't got. It is the the John Moncurs and the. That's, that's in my midfield. The John Moncurs. Ah, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> I do want to go the obvious left back because I'm sure that'd be one. But you yeah, know, yeah. it's it's the oh dear, the Peter Butlers. Okay, the Peter Butlers oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the Matthew Rushes and Matthew Holmes. Yeah, Michael Hughes. Those those type of players that we remember more fondly than the, as you said, you know the. Boriellos and stuff like that, you know, just yeah, it's all yeah. a, a generational thing. But we'll put Ludo in goal. Um, we'll go left back. So, who's going to be your left, left back then, you, Travis? You, you and I both know <laughs> it's got to be Julian Dix. Raz Ram Rat, no, uh, Julian Dix. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Paul Koncheski would, would, is, is a close second, I'd say. I did like Koncheski at left back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Proper ammo. Definitely not Mazawaku or, uh, or Cresswell, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> We haven't had a good run since Julian, I don't think, in terms no, of... No, no, no. And those penalties, though, the, the, that was yeah. what you... Oh, the penalties, we used to just smash them straight down the middle. And you knew it was going to do, never yeah. going to miss. <laughs> no. 
but he hasn't. But he's not second ever in since two thousand and two. What was it? Mark Noble's one. He was his second two thousand two thousand and twenty. He has the second best penalty ratio in in the world. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. I, I think. think it, I mean, he probably has missed one, but I don't remember. I don't, you know, it's one of those things you probably just you block it out. But I don't. I don't remember Julian Dix ever missing a penalty. I, I just remember them always flying in. Yeah, it's true. And he just came and he just smacked them, didn't he? And you're right. You know, I remember that that one against Schmeichel where it looked like he bent his hand back. Um, and he, he just did it and he was absolutely mental and I just loved him. I thought I, I, he was a mass, he was a massive fan of his and he was like my boyhood hero. And I think we, we could all relate to him and, and people of the older generation could relate to him because he didn't have, he didn't have a body like a Dario no. Traore or, no, like, no, you know, no. like he wasn't muscular. He looked like just a normal bloke, but he just had this God given talent, um, to yeah, play football. Exactly. And, um, yeah, he had a, a can of coke and a Mars bar before, and then went and played 90 minutes. You know what I mean? And that's what we would all do on a Saturday or a Sunday league football. Wouldn't we you have a can of, nowadays can of Red Bull and the Snickers or whatever. And off you go, you know, and it, uh, and, and, and that's, that's what happens. But, uh, no, I know he's great, man. Right. Okay. We'll put Dixie in, uh, right back. Who should we have right back then? Potts. Ah, oh, Steve Potts. <laughs> Steve Potts. You know, the thing I love about Steve Potts, <laughs> and 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 that is, he's definitely just a bit niche. He, he he was so unspectacular. He was just there all the time. He was literally like Ludo. You could just name Steve Potts was going to. Yeah. He's uh, never going to score. <laughs> did he? No. Did he ever score? Yeah. Get one. He scored a goal against uh, Hull City. I think it was seven-one, and it was like a really, P roller. That was, that was the year we got promoted, wasn't it? Up yeah, I think promoted. so. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was a P roller for his legs or something like that. But yeah, he uh, was brilliant though. And what I liked about Steve Potts was he he didn't sit. He was he just seemed unflappable. I don't remember yeah. seeing him lose his rag. Um, and I just loved him. You know, I I said it before. Me and my mate, we set up a uh, a Steve Potts um, like appreciation society like fan club <laughs> and just me and him you know we didn't bother doing it send it to anyone else but um yeah i love the man he was brilliant yeah. absolute ledge absolute ledge right okay uh let's crack on. let's go center back you should have center back then Travis? Right, back. i i'm gonna go different era now and my, my oh. center backs are almost a partnership but and i loved watching them play together so i've got ginge yep great center back I, yeah. i'm gutted when he went to aston villa um I'm delighted when he came back. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't remember him in the first era. In the first era, no, um, no, not. Yeah. I don't, he doesn't stick out. He doesn't stick out. The second he era, the he did. did. Um, did he yeah, play but the cup final? yeah, he played the cup final. I think. Maybe I just don't. Honestly, I just I. I've just, I mean, all the all the seasons blur into one to me. So I do it all by shirts. So like the shirt you got on, as you said, is Dean Ashton. Yeah. Um, is Dean Ashton. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know when what the season was, but it's a Dean Ashton shirt. <laughs> and and with and with James Collins, I don't remember his first set, his first spell as much as his second spell. He came, when he came back from Villa, he'd obviously been with Richard Dunn, and he came back and he was more of a West Ham defender, more cheer skinned, you know, and he was like. <laughs> Uh, like he seemed tougher but no I mean he's a he's a lovely bloke and okay. um, one day one day we'll get him on I think I have but, met him once oh, I don't remember where but... <laughs> well the thing is he goes to the away games as well doesn't he so he's like he's it's like a proper West Ham yeah. fan um, and that's what I love to see players who who don't come from round here um, but just get a club yeah, yeah 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 totally they're sort of adopted Cockneys um and he is one of them. Uh, he's probably one of the uh, one of the most recent ones who were adopted Cockneys. Um, you know, a lot of them, are, like people like Alvin Martin and stuff, who have been around for donkey's years and still living like all church and stuff like that. But um, yeah, all right, Ginger's in. Who is Ginger going to be partnered with then? I'd put it with Danny Gabadon. Oh, the Cardiff two. The two of them together were brilliant. I, 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 I was again. I was gutted that he he just never seemed to get a long run in the team. No. I know he got injured a lot, and it was whenever they played together, they looked the business. Yeah. And I know we had, I think that was around the time we had Anton Ferdinand as well, didn't we? But but yeah. I always preferred Ginge and Gabadon. Well, they had that sort of Cardiff connection. You'd assume yeah, exactly, that yeah. there would be stronger. I mean, it's quite funny, you know, like someone like Gabs. 
I mean, obviously, we signed them both at the same time, didn't we? And yes. I thought, and I was always told that we'd signed the pair for Collins and Gabadon came with the okay. deal. That's what I heard, but I don't know if it was true. It was some of just, you know, football and pub chat. chat. But that's what I was always meant to believe. And maybe that's always why I didn't look at them in isolation. I always looked at them as a pair. And you're right. I mean, as a, as a pairing, they were they were solid as a rock. And uh, and then, as I said, with, you said with Anton, that, that three, that was a nice, you know, trio of, of centre-backs you could interchange. Um, and yeah, we got, I mean, got to the cup final with them. So, yeah. We haven't done that since so 14 no, years no, so no. um but yeah we'll put okay we'll put gabs in right let's go midfield let's go left midfield then travis i had to think about this earlier actually <laughs> oh dear I, left midfield i see i, I, I <laughs> can we can we go can we come back to left midfield? let's go right midfield yeah let's go right, right midfield, midfield. It's going to be uh, Dimitri Payet, unfortunately. He's, yeah. He's, I say unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, I know. It, that season was just... Yeah. Another game that I always remember away as well was going to United in the Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was literally one of the best games as well. And, and I remember I remember sitting there thinking we were going to win it. And that free yeah. kick, that free kick. I, sometimes I just... Sometimes I go on YouTube... And I just watch it. I just watch the. I remember the BT Sport commentary for it, even though I didn't watch it. I was obviously there that day. But I always remember them thinking, and then they're saying, "Oh yeah, it's, it's too far for him. It's, surely he won't. He won't have a crack from here." And yeah. it's like, ah, oh, it just I get goosebumps watching it. And that yeah. that season with him, he was brilliant. He was he absolutely. Was. And I, I I know it ended horrifically, but yeah, Arsenal on the first day, like. Going yeah. to Liverpool when Noble yeah. scores after about a minute, like it, it just it, everything that freak against Palace when he yeah. goes to the goal side, and and you're like, well, he's got. There's no way he can score there, and the goalie even. I think the goalie puts his hands down because it looks like it's going over, and all of a sudden, yeah. he just did. and he just he was so, honestly, I, I, I absolutely loved by it. Like, yeah, but, well, he was. He, he was just, and yeah, yeah, the way he left, the way he left, but. It happens quite often with them type of players, doesn't it? Not just yeah. West Ham, but it's you know those, those mercurial players. Once they I think don't that's get partly why we signed him as well. Like yeah, I, don't think, yeah. I think if he had a better temperament, he probably wouldn't have ended up at West Ham. No, no. no. And and to be honest, no one. And to be fair, when we signed him, yeah, he was you know top chances top creator Europe, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And he's like, but no one had really heard of him, you know. And it was like we made him really. We put him on the world. He was wasn't in. I mean, he was playing in France. He wasn't in the French team, you know, and then he came back and played for us. And within that season, he was starring for him in the, in the Euros, you know what I mean? So, um, he's done, done fuck all since, you know, since he's gone there, he's put on, he's, yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't I, speak. Do I, now, I, see, away, I watch but... a bit of French football and I now, every time I see Marseille play, I want them to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of that. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It's funny like that, isn't it? But I mean, yeah, but it was an honour to watch him play because oh, yeah, you know, we we never really sign players in their peak, do we? It's always, no, it's always, no. We always bookend them. That being said, recently, Suchek, Bowen, looks like it. You know, looks like we're getting him right in the peak. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, you've got to think someone like, even someone like Joe Cole, you know, he was at the bookends of his career that he was playing for. And same with, I mean, Pyatt was literally, that year was his peak and... Um, um, well, 18 months really I mean he was still doing it at London Stadium to be fair I mean the Middlesbrough game and stuff like that and you know but yeah he just didn't get what he wanted and threw his toys out yeah same as yeah. Someone like Anel, same as Anasovic same as people like Sanchez does you know Alexis not Carlos um, Alexis Sanchez <laughs> people like that you know and that's what happens and that's, and that's what they do those mercurial players and yeah, those yeah. foreign based mercurial players particularly and um, yeah I think just take Park how he left but just that season, what he gave to us, I don't think anyone could take that away because it was no, without him, it, it, we wouldn't have had that season that we had. No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely magical not. season, magical season. Okay, we'll go in. Let's go into central midfield then. So you still yeah. still have to worry about your left, still left try and, side. Trying to think left side. Yeah. So at centre mid, as I yep. said, John Moncler. I remember oh. John Moncler in my head. I remember him being so skillful. 
Oh, and I don't know whether I've made that up because I haven't seen him play for about twenty years. But he was. He was. <laughs> I mean, he, when I mean, you know, he when he was particularly when he was at um, Swindon, he was a fantastic. I was going to say I remember him at Swindon before when Cantona stamped on him. Yeah, he was a silky yeah. player, and and when we interviewed him, you know, I asked him about that about you know coming to West Ham and. You know, Hoddle wanted him at Chelsea um, because he used to, he was with him at Swindon, and so for someone like Glenn Hoddle to say yes. this guy's good enough to play in the team that I just, you know, that shows you it's how good he was. Yeah, it's an endorsement, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. When he got older, when he when when the he was a bit more of a yellow card merchant, um, but. Well, that was the good thing about him as well. Like he put yeah. himself about it, didn't he? And that's what West Ham fans love, isn't it? Someone who puts themselves about and and has a go. You know what I mean? And and he did. And and he was just a character. And you know, fans warmed to him. You know, it's like one of my most popular videos is my John Moncur video because he is. When I interview with the other players, all they talk about is him. Is you know, I don't know. He's he's training ground pranks and yeah, stuff and, 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 stories, and yeah. then he tells the stories himself he, oh yeah I forgot I was butt naked and I came out yeah. and I just went to Eddie where's my kit and he went we ain't got none so I ran out naked and uh, put my head in a can of white paint and he just carried on as if it was like normal and I was like that's not normal John that's not normal most people would just most people just get some kit you know rather than no no I wasn't having it weren't having it didn't get no kit wouldn't put no it was only wet kit left so I just went naked okay as you do, yeah. <laughs> As you do. But that whole, again, that whole era was full of them characters, you know, and to be a fly on the wall in the dressing rooms and the training grounds with him and Bish and Martin Allen and even before then, the Tony Gales this world. And, the, yes. you know, there's so many, there were so many characters which we don't have in football in general now, let alone in West Ham. We don't have in football, really, those sort of... You know, even like it's, the, yeah, it's it's all part of you know the games kind of been um, yeah, it has. I know exactly. Been, what you mean. I was going to say it's got, it's been professionalised. Mm. Um, it's been so like you know, so they the, you know the, the characters been sucked out of people in terms of their personality, but also in terms of the way they play as well. Like you know, players are players are now developed in in a, in a particular mould. Like so, you mm. don't really get as many mercurial. Like obviously, you you'll always get players that have got sort of like once in a generational talent, or whatever. Yeah. But generally, everybody seems to fit a similar mould. You know, in terms of athleticism, in terms of technical ability, in terms of how they play the game, because it's like everybody sets up the same way and they try yeah. and do the same thing in you're in right. the main. Yeah, you're and, right. Yeah, you're right. The result, you then, yeah, you suck all of the the characters out of the game. Like I think, def- definitely, like no, without a doubt. I mean, you don't. I mean, you know, you, and then anyone who does have a bit of character you, is is now deemed arrogant. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like it's like I it's like I hate Jack Grealish. He's got a bit. Of, he's got character, but he's an arrogant little bugger. But I don't like yeah. him. But you know, and uh, and Troy him. and yeah. Troy Deeney at Watford and yeah. Callum Wilson at Bournemouth. You know, I, I want all three of those clubs to go down. You know what I mean? And and you don't get like yeah you know, any or, or Deli Ali and people like that. Anyone with who who step out of the mould now because it is this sort of uber professional football look like a complete bell end. You know, and and, yeah. and that's what and that's unfortunately the way it is. You know, it's like. Um, you know, James Madison at, at Leicester and, you know, you know, you could probably rear them off. Um, but back then, you know, you had your Roy Keynes, you had your Vieiras, you know, they weren't, I mean, they weren't personalities. They weren't like, you know, going to go on Wogan like Frank McAvenny did, but they would add something, add some spice to the game. Yeah. 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 Robbie Savage, players like that, you know, like you hated and they played that villain role. Because they knew that was their role, you know. Kevin Nolan, before he joined us, was one of them types of players, yeah. and then he was our bastard for us, you know. Craig Bellamy, you know, those type of players, and um, they just give you a bit of bite. And someone like John Moncur gave us that bit of bite. I mean, he he was saying him and Bish when they were together as a partnership, they would take anyone on. You know, we were there was two or three years where we didn't care if it was Roy Keane, if it was Vieira, we'd we'd take we'd match them, we'd 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 go at them, and you generally believed him when he said that as well you know they weren't particularly you know it's physically physically you know big no, no, quite, no, no. but they, they put it about and that's what we loved about west ham um right uh, monks is in who's monks going to partner in the middle just mentioned him you just mentioned oh, him. i keep spoiling you oh bish bosh 
Oh, I love Bish Bosh. He's, I, I, he's again, another one. Another one. When he went to he went to Man City, didn't he? I was absolutely gutted when he went to Man City. Yeah, but didn't they? Yeah, but we got him from City, didn't we? So he's all you know. It's one of those things. A lot of players do that with us, don't they? We sort of we they come to us, then go back to the same club, you know, like Nakavini and, and and things like that. And it just happens quite a bit. But um, yeah, Bish Bosh. Yeah. Again, too. I mean, I, like it's, it's a very long time since I've seen him play, but in my yeah. head. As a, I remember him being very, very good on the oh, ball as well. Very technical player. Very, yeah. yeah. Bit of totally. a Rolls Royce. Oh, brilliant. Lovely guy. Honest. And he's such a, and again, such a character. And, um, and being so active on, and what I love about these sort of not old, you know, sort of mid nineties players is they realise the effect they have on Twitter. So it's like, you know, like nowadays, you know, obviously every football player's on Twitter, but someone like Bish, particularly oh he's great yeah um he's great and it's like it's the equivalent of getting a, a, an autograph now because like it's a bit naffy getting an autograph now but you get a follow from ian bishop or, or a like or he retweets your tweet you're like monkey now you know i remember the first time he did mine, i was like bloody hell you know it's like wow ian bishop and he's like because i was like oh my god ian bishop and uh yeah no, he's, and he was so skillful such a skillful player watching watching back football you know on the old um season reviews and stuff yeah the way how he didn't get an england cap was 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 incredible and it's again same you know julian dix and people like that you know but um oh no i love bish bosh such a nice guy and again like you know he's we interviewed him and he was his stories are just fantastic you know he just went on for hours well he did go for hours afterwards but telling me <laughs> all these other stories which we couldn't record and i just sat there just like oh my god this is so bizarre um but how he used to wind up Alvin Martin and and things like that, and it's oh honestly, it's a it's a great great episode. Um, but yeah, no Bish Bosh and Monks in the middle, man. That is a that is a proper pairing. Right now, come on, Travis. Right, who's going to be left? I've shoehorned my left side of midfielder. Don't in. care. So Get him in. I was toying. I was toying with Matthew Matthew Everton, but but I've gone Joe Cole because he did. Yeah. He played left hand side for. Yeah, three yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember him playing left hand side for us, but Joe Cole. I remember. I remember. I thought was it Birmingham. He scored his first goal for us when he, in the League Cup. I always I remember so. hearing about him, and then him coming into the side and being really excited about him. And, he, yeah. and, then, and then things like that, just Trevor Sinclair, scissors kick goal, and all sorts. Of, like you just, he was such a good player. And I, you know, I, when I look back at that team that got relegated, and when when he left, and when Carrick left, and I it. it Kills me. It absolutely more mm. than the Bayer thing. That absolutely kills me because I think to myself, what could West Ham have been? Oh, you know, and yeah. the, you know, they talk about they talk about what what would have happened to the ground if we'd have stayed up and how we would have we'd have developed the East Stand and you know we probably wouldn't have left. Yeah, we'd probably still be there now. Quite possibly, quite possibly. It, it, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? It's one of those sliding doors moments. It's like when we had Harry on the channel. He said that if he'd still have had those six those six boys and and sold any of them, he'd have won the league, he reckoned. Well, the thing and is, that was the beginning of the end. I, I know, I know, Harry's a bit of a um, he's a bit of a divisive character amongst yes. our families now. Yes, uh, that was the beginning of the end when he went. Yeah, I, when yeah, Harry I agree. That, went, that kind of it signalled it, and that's when Frank Lampard then left, and then it just kind of, yeah. you know, gradually unravelled, and it, it was yeah. yeah, heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. I, I, I yes. said it, another one that I can I can remember it still that whole run in. Like winning games and like Bolton keep winning games every time we win and Birmingham yeah. keep winning and we're like, <laughs> and, uh, out, and, like, and, and and I looked at it the other day when we so we finished on thirty nine points and I was looking at the yeah. table and I was like we've got forty two points look at look where we are now we had forty two yeah. points this year like yeah. we'd have, I think we'd have finished maybe in the top half I can't it, it's it's like mental <laughs> it's insane like you know that we finished on forty two points and we were in the bottom three. Yeah, it's just one of those crazy years, wasn't it? And uh, that's the thing, you know, if it was still, we still won, but as you said, other teams were winning around us. And yeah. It's just, that's because yeah, I remember Bolton had yeah. JJ Akocha, and they, uh, that's when they first started getting a bit under Arsenal's skin. Because I yeah. think I remember in the running, they had Arsenal, and I remember this was obviously Arsenal when they were good. And I remember thinking, all right, this is our chance. We'll make up some ground on them because they'll, they'll Arsenal <laughs> beat them, and then I think they beat them. <laughs> and yeah, we just never, we never recovered. And obviously, like I said, Joe Cole did. He, he played a couple of games in the championship, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah, the, I think I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And then he, and then obviously 
you know, he went off to to bigger and better things. Yeah. But you know, yeah, he's a great player and oh, you know, yeah. gutted. Yeah, gutted, gutted. And again, you know, unfortunately, he he, he bookended his career with us, didn't he? So he was he came yeah. back when he was in. But it was yeah, it was great. But he was yeah, it was, yeah. It was definitely a shadow of himself when he came back. He wasn't he, just, he didn't wasn't quite fit enough then, was he? Nah, nah, he tried, didn't he? But you know, I mean, his family still love the club and stuff, and so you know, he's still really a fan by art, you know. But what people say, obviously, he still is. His dad's still a fan and stuff. But um, who knows? Who knows? One day, he's a very, he's a, I think, he's a fantastic speaker on BT yes. Sport. Yeah. And um, but then there's a lot of there's a lot of RX players who are fantastic managers and coaches as well at the moment, and. You know, it's it's nice to see. It's a bit reminiscent. I mean, I wasn't around. Obviously, we went around for the the Lyle Greenwood Boyce era, where yeah, all, you yeah, know yeah. all these managers were coming. And it's a bit like that. You know, you've obviously got you know Scott today. You know, at Fulham. You've obviously you've obviously got you know Joe. You've got lo- a few in the Slav. team. Yeah, Slav. Obviously, I still, I still rate him. I know. I know it didn't work out, but I no, still it think just didn't work he's out. Manager. Yeah, no, I think he's a good manager. I just think he's the. He just. I just think he's. To, I think he's. I think he's a great national. You can see why he did so well with Croatia because, as a national team coach, what can you, what can you teach? You basically, you've got to get the players up, haven't you? Yeah, you've just got to motivate them. You have a week or two weeks, and if you're and if you're their mate and you put your arm around them and you make them like it's it's, their, it's us versus the world, then that's what you need for, for a league manager. I think you need something else. You need the other side. And I don't think, I just think, you know, by all accounts, he was, he was the player's mate. And yeah. sometimes you can't be the player's mate. You've got to say, yeah, put your, Absolutely, put your socks yeah. up and stuff. And um, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, Joe's, you know, I'd like, obviously there's loads. I mean, obviously you've got, got Jack over in Atlanta. You've got, uh, they're all over the place, but uh, I'd like to see, well, we'll see. I'd like to see after Moyes. I think, you know, you've got, You've got a nice group of potential people. I mean, I'd love to have something like Scott Parker. He's doing a great job at football. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Football's a funny old game, as they say, Travis. So uh, we'll see. Right, okay. Let's go up front. Let's go up front. Who are we going to your strikers? Right. Number one, John Artson. Johnny. That season when he got, I think it was like 20-odd goals. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever... I don't think... I can remember us having a prolific a striker in the whole time. Not in our life, no, no, no. The whole time. I think it was when we didn't have the sponsor. We didn't have a shirt sponsor that year. Always, always, you know, you were talking about the kits that you associate with yeah. people. I was, him and Burke. Pony. That, the, the, the one that was, I think it ended up being Dr. Martin's, but... Um, it was Pony. It was a Pony one, really? didn't have any, Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was a Pony kit. Yeah. And it had no, um, no shirt sponsor. And I always, yeah. I always remember that. And we got to both, the quarterfinals of both cups. Yes. And they lost to Arsenal both times when they won the double. And I remember John Hartson just flying. He was like, from, literally from the first game of the season, just goals, 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 goals. And he'd come from Arsenal, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, I mean, again, yeah. again, we've had value on the channel as well. And he's speaks so highly of West Ham, you know, and he he loved his time there. And I think, obviously, you know, what was instrumental for Hearts of that 23, I think it's 23 or 20, he was second Premier League striker, I think, to Andy Cole that year. And um, was, we'd signed Berkovich, I think, in the summer. And those two, obviously, you know, he kicked him in the head, but, uh, um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're good friends now, apparently. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they sort of, they just clicked. Berkovich yeah, just, just, yeah. just clicked. And um, again, I watched I watched that review that season the other day. And yeah, but he weren't just... What I thought about a lot of people don't remember about John Artson was they weren't all wedders. You know, he weren't... He's no, a big no, lad, no, but he had a lot of skill and he could fight, kick a ball fucking well. You know, so, you know, there was there was a nice mixture of goals he had there. And um, yeah, he, talk, he spoke about his first goal for West Ham. Um, against when he was playing Tottenham at home, and he yes, saw the team. Him and Kitson, him and Kitson yeah, played exactly, and, and he so yeah four three something yeah. like that, and that sort of turned that season. And he um, he saw the team shoot and saw Sol Campbell was there, and he was like, "I knew I was going to score because like I've got I had Campbell in my pocket every time I played him, and and I knew <laughs> the ball was going to come up." And it, he said, "I was," and when I saw the ball come up, I said, "I'm not just going to score. I'm going to." 
score and take Sol Campbell with me. And you see, he literally, like his header, he, he was forcing himself and Campbell both went into the goal. And he goes, <laughs> and, my, and my manager said, if you, my, my, my agent said, you know, if you score against Tottenham, West Ham fans will love you. So you run, so you kiss that badge, you go for it. And he said, I did that, went, kissed the badge and everything. And from then on, I was, I was made. And I said, well, you are, you know, you score against Tottenham on your yeah. debut. I mean, you, Tony Cotty, there's lots of people who've done it. So, um, yeah, no, Johnny Artson, good shout. Who's he going to partner, Travis? Right. So it's going to have to be Paolo Di Canio. Yeah. It was very close. Oh, Trevor Morley almost got in there. Oh, <laughs> Trev. Good old Trevor Morley. I just, yeah. It, it, and I will t- talk about Di Canio, but Trevor Morley, I, I, it just always, I always think of the BAC windows kit, Trevor Morley, and yeah. early 90s. And he was another one, scored a lot of goals. Yeah. From what I remember. But Paolo Di Canio was just, I, I always, for me, I always remember the goal at Old Trafford in the Cup. Yeah. That's the one I remember the most. The goal at Old Trafford in the Cup, and then maybe the one against Chelsea in the season when we went down, which yeah. was a really good goal. It's our first win of the season. And he, like, yeah. I think he juggles it over a couple of people and then hits it. And he was just, he was such a good player. He was yeah. such a good player. It was unbelievable. And that's that's why he's got in. I'd say the Canio on his ability, and yeah. if it had been just purely down to how I feel about the player, it would have been Morley. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just, yeah, it was so good. Yeah, he was. I mean, I know what you say about him. You know, the man's... I mean, he, he was, you know, for our generation, he was, he was the man, wasn't he? He was like... I don't know what more you can say about him. He was a showman. He was someone you'd be excited, a bit like Pyatt, you'd be excited to go yeah, and see yeah, him play. Because yeah. um, you didn't know what he was going to buy. I mean, you know, I've, I've always said and that, you know, for for me, Pyatt was the best technical player I've ever seen at West Ham. But Di Canio was the best player because you've got, he had technical ability, not as much as Pyatt, I'd think. I reckon Pyatt was more technically gifted, but he had that passion and that Italianness, which just made like him a better player. Everyone else in as well. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. Like better. And I'm not saying that Payet didn't fit in well with the side, but I think Di Canio fit, fit him right. a lot better with the side. He, as well. he, he fitted in well with that sort of that red nap era, that crazy red nap era, like soap opera esque, with all these random players and random foreigners coming in. And he was there and he just fitted in so well with. Neil Ruddox and you know it was just a whole kaleidoscope of different personalities and he just added yeah. to that um, and yeah you know he loves the club and he still loves the club and the, and he was as I'm saying he is similar to Collins being this sort of adopted Cockney he just has this obsession with West Ham fans and West Ham fans have an obsession with him and it's really weird because you know, it doesn't come from East London. No, it comes from not, Italy. Not, not, yeah. But it just works. A bit like, you know, obviously Tevez sort of has with us, it seems, as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Very, very weird. But um no, nah, that's nah, great. No, nah, that's good, Trav. Man, that's great, man. It's been lovely chatting to you. Absolute Thank pleasure, you, man. No, it's been great. It's been great uh, reminiscing about some guys from the nineties that I've not, not seen for a very long time. No, exactly. If you like nice, I, do, I mean, this is not a, this is not a sponsored advert, but you should watch, uh, listen to quickly, Kevin. The oh, I do, I do. Oh, with I Chris, do, yeah. oh, good, yeah. With, with Chris, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's brilliant. Love it, love it, love oh, it, love yeah. it. That's good, man. Yeah, because I love that. It's just because it's just my ear. It's absolutely brilliant. It's, yeah, exactly. Um, like you said about it's, it's the time when you're a teenager. I think it's, yeah. you 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 have the most time in your life to be able to watch football and consume. It's, yeah, like, and I, actually, exactly. A lot of stuff going on around. Yeah. Exactly. Nowadays, you've got. I mean, you've got three yeah. kids. So. Kids get in the way, or the wife, or the wife wants to watch something else on TV. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I started the channel. You know, it's just like she can be next door and watch. It's all Australian programs at the moment. It's like Australia. Oh, yeah. right. I don't know. Uh, married at first sight, and oh, oh yeah. Do you know what? I did come in, and she was watching that the other day. Actually, yeah. It, 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 my my wife's taken to it. So, you know, like we had, she said, and she even used it as an example. And I, I, I said to her, no, it's not the same. She, uh, so, you know, they showed Euro 96 again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched a few bits of it because, like, stuff like that as well, because it takes you back. Yeah, of course. And I came in and she was watching season one of the Kardashians. <laughs> and she said, well, you still, you were watching Euro 96 the other day. I said, it's not the same. <laughs> not the same. You know, not the same. Not the same. Uh, I suppose, yeah. It's, it's just, it's funny, isn't it? How it just, 
although she won't watch any of my videos, doesn't watch, you know, she could watch, I've got 125 different videos, she could watch them all, no, no, apart from Harry Redknapps, only one she's given a shit oh, about. Okay. Only one she's given a shit about. You know, she, she's walked, yeah, because she, walk, she walks in, oh, hi, Harry, apart from that, <laughs> Frank McElhaney, Tony Cotty, Tony Gale, oh. John Monker, Shaka Hislop, John Pantsilt, no, don't care about any of them. Um, but Harry was there and she gave a shit about. And then the other day she went, oh, I've subscribed to your channel. Oh, thanks. Thanks, love. It's been up for it's been up for 10 weeks. But no, no. Cheers. Cheers. Anyway. <laughs> she don't watch it. Slag her off. Don't care. Uh, anyway, Travis. Cheers, man. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, obviously. I know you're trying to fit you in. No, it's been brilliant. Thank you so much, man. It's been great. And obviously, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, soon all these all, all these videos are going to be on podcasts your, any of your podcast things don't know when, they, when it's going to happen but it's going to take me a while but watch out guys you can watch them when you're back at the gym you can download them and listen to them at the gym for an hour long session or whatever you can listen to Travis talking in a few days time uh, as well as the YouTube channel um, <laughs> and until next time for me and Travis take care everyone stay safe come on you irons and uh, and see you again very very soon. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.